0: This is the Handmaid's Tale podcast by Liam, Jeffrey, and Danny, where we go over two different AP prompts and one contemporary theme and show how they apply to the Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. I'm your host, Liam, and to me, the most interesting part of the novel is when Offred communicates with Moira through a hole in the bathroom stalls.
1: Hello, I'm Danny, your sound tech guy, and the most interesting part of the novel to me was when Offred went to the commander's office to play Scrabble. I'm Jeffrey, your panelist, and the most interesting part of
2: the novel to me was that even in the future, after the fall of Gilead, women still seem to hold a considerably lower position in society than men.
0: And so looking at the first prompt that we're going to discuss, which is from 1970. Choose a character from a novel or play of recognized literary merit and write an essay in which you A briefly describe the standards of the fictional society in which the character exists and B show how the character is affected by and responds to those standards. And your essay do not merely summarize the plot. So first I thought it'd be good to start off with the setting of the Handmaid's Tale and it's futuristic dystopian setting. And so first I thought I'd kind of discuss how Gilead has these Puritan roots and carries these Puritan ideals of the origin of the original American colonies that seem to come back to the future, because like the original colonies and like other early civilizations, they used religion and they often used it to justify the oppression of women. And Gilead also occupies present-day New England and takes place at the, ba- uh, the backdrop of Harvard, which is a prominent Western institution of higher education. And it's kind of ironic because Harvard was once known as a progressive center of a, a progressive center of learning and was known for its high intellectual output, but now it's kind of transformed into this complex for the handmaids where they're not even allowed to read or write or do anything educational, unless it's approved by the commanders or the ants. And so, like I said before, um, right now in 2021, New England is often the center of progressive thought, but in the future Republic of Gilead, it's a theocratic society that's built on a lot more conservative thought.
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting how the state of Gilead uses these uh, elements of religion to oppress the women and how they kind of make themselves feel better by saying, oh, it's good for them. Oh, we're helping them when in fact they're not. And the idea of freedom to versus freedom from comes up because technically they get a bunch of these freedom froms, like they can't be raped or they can't be uh, uh like catcalled. Uh, however they lose a bunch of things as well such as what Liam said like being able to get education and reading and writing and really expressing themselves I just think it's interesting how they give them certain rights but they also take some away and how they justify themselves
2: yeah I think something important to note here is just remembering that most of the women in Gilead remember what it was like before the republic existed they they know what all these freedom twos are and exactly what's been taken away from them and replaced with the freedom froms. And because of this, a lot of them are able to recognize that while some of their freedom froms are very important, they weren't as big of a problem, um, before Gilead time as Gilead tries to make it out. Like you see Gilead, they try to show them pornographic propaganda And things like that to try to convince the women that this is what happened to everyone no matter what in the time before. But I think the reason that everything has such a big effect is that the women do in fact remember the time before and they know exactly what's been taken from them.
0: Yeah, and kind of to add on to that, I don't think the women were necessarily scared of their life before, but I think they've just been brainwashed into submission and... Kinda don't really think that they'll ever be able to go back to their life like they had in the past, and you know that's only intensified by all the propaganda that they're shown on all the different photos and images and videos and all of that. yeah,
1: I think a very important character to explain this kind of mentality is the commander that offred interacts with and plays uh Scrabble with and kind of talks to because he genuinely feels bad for the women and tries to give them gifts and help them and entertain them. However, we see when he takes, when he takes offer to Jezebel's and all that uh, sin he commits there, like he doesn't really care about the women. He just cares about feeling better about himself. And I think that really describes uh, the feelings that men have about Gilead and how they're able to suppress all the women.
2: Yeah, I think the experience
1: with the commander really has a large effect on Ofrid
2: because she's able to see that this guy that seems to be more lenient towards women and trying to help them is actually one of the people who is creating this society and doesn't believe in uh, women having all these freedoms. And I think just knowing the fact that this person who doesn't believe in freedoms for women is actually one of the better commanders um, has a remarkable effect on how she views men in this time.
0: Yeah. And the sort of hypocrisy that we see in Gilead can even connect to to the present day where maybe there are world leaders or other significant figures that might tout, certain actions they're taking to promote women's rights but then behind closed doors they might be kind of rejecting their own their own things that they've been promoting and we see that a lot in not only the not only the developing world but also in the developed world thank you for listening to our first episode and we hope you join us for our second